Hey, podcasters. Before I get to the episode, I want to take a moment to address the June 24th Supreme Court decision to overturn Roe v. Wade. This decision stripped away the legal right to have a safe and legal abortion. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. This decision could also lead to the loss of other rights. To learn more about what you can do to help, go to choice.crd.co. That's choice.crd.co. And I encourage you to speak up on your podcast as well. Take care and spread the word. Has the pendulum swung too far away from podcasting as an intimate medium? In our haste to resist that cliche, we might be editing out the humanity from our podcasts. Hello and welcome to another podcast pontifications with me, Evo Terra. Plastics. That's exactly how I felt. It felt like I was listening to a piece of plastic talk on a podcast recently. Hence the conversation we're going to have today. We want to oftentimes push some knowledge down our podcast feed to our listeners, some sort of information. And we want to make sure that information is received by our the people that are, are listening to us. And sometimes when we find some information we want to share, we're not really experts, but oftentimes we are. But let's let's address the non-expert thing. Um, I remember a few years ago, I was at an event, and this event featured several speakers throughout the evening, each giving short talks, variety of topics, very fun, entertaining, uh, typically tip entertaining evenings when we when we do these things. But one of the presenters got up there and began giving his talk about a concept, which I've already forgotten what it was. And it was just a minute, maybe two minutes into the talk. And it was very clear that this person didn't really know what they were talking about. I mean, they, they had some knowledge and they probably pulled some knowledge out of, well, as we later figured out, a single book that they had read like a month before and said, this is such great stuff. I want to give information. And so they got up there and just dumped out the information from the book. They were so excited to share the information in the book. I'm fine doing that. I mean, that's how knowledge gets passed around, is we, we share the knowledge that we have with, with other people. The problem was, there was no humanity in it. I mean, sure, we got his excitement from learning this new information, but he wasn't able to really communicate the value of having information. It was really only his excitement of having the information rather, rather than it came down. And that thought back to that presentation when I felt like I was having a piece of plastic talk to me about a topic on a podcast recently. Because in both cases, the humanity was missing. In the, in the presenter on stage, I got his humanity of being excited, but he was unable to convey the information to me. When I was listening to the podcaster pretend like they were a piece of plastic talking back to me, they too were just regurgitating information without any real humanity. They lacked the excitement and enthusiasm. It was more like reading a standard Wikipedia article. To me, that is not what people want to listen to, at least not on podcasts. 
I think we've got this wave of people out there right now that are trying to, as I said in the introduction of the show, go so far away from podcasting is an intimate medium because that's a bit of an overused cliche that we're going too far on the other side. You know, every show, I think, every podcast, I think, can be made better <laughs> with and a lot worse without humanity. Let's take a fact-based news program, short format news program. We'll, we'll use Pod Pod News as an example of what of what that is. Short, a couple of minutes long, just reading out the facts, right? There's a human being reading out the facts, and there's not a lot of room for commentary. Yet there's a way, and James does a good job of that, there's a way of bringing their, the person who's curating that list, their personality through. Small things here and there, subtle, not a lot of room for large expo, but you can certainly insert yourself into the reading of the news, if in fact that's what your show is doing, reading off the news. Or just providing some sort of a, a fact-based thing. Be funny, be interesting, do something with it. More journalistic styles. The more journalistic story, not necessarily storytelling, but actually truly reporting on a story, a story itself. Definitely plenty of room in the podcasting space for journalists to insert themselves to the story, which has been a bad thing in regular journalism. We don't hear often any longer, thankfully, the reporter on the street saying, this reporter visited here, talking about themselves in a third person. It's, it's, it's a dumb, right? And we're not doing that on podcasting. Podcasting, we are encouraging the journalists to explore themselves, put themselves, if not necessarily in the story, talk to us about how they were affected by covering the story. They want, we want them to make it personal for us. More narrative-driven shows clearly need some humanity, but even, even non-narrator narrative stories where you go interview a bunch of people and cut out yourself as the interviewer. I've talked about that on the program previously. You can still keep the humanity in there of yourself. It's you. You're the humanity where you want, not just your guests, not just the people you're interviewing on the street. But that really comes through in how you select the people to be on the program. And then maybe even how you possibly wrap it up at the end with putting in your voice. Lots of ideas of how you can do that. And that no narrator style of doing a narrative program is a little it's a lot. It's a challenge, right? But I think there's still a way to do it subtly with you as the architect in control that shall be able to come through. You know, the worst thing for me is when the person is really a human, but they've really taken out the humanity like that piece of plastic talking to me. I, I began this with. So, yeah, that's just, you know, if you're a, per you're a person, be a person. A little you in your podcast goes a long way. Put more you in the podcast, if at all, because that'll even go a longer way. And the reason I bring all this up, the reason this is so important right now is we're already seeing some new applications and services being introduced into our podcasting industry that will do a lot of what we do. Specifically, it will narrate articles for you. Do I need someone reading me the headlines? Someone sitting down behind their microphone and reading the headlines and making that as a podcast? When I now have a new service, which allows me to pick and choose my own news sources, and it will automatically narrate in a much better voice than we've ever heard of before, right? We have these new, highly... Well, they sound great, these new voices that are reading. 
And that news article, I can tweak that algorithm to me the way I want it to be. And if it's going to make a podcast for me, do I need someone just sitting and reading me headlines? I mean, it's going to be reading me tweets. It's going to be reading articles, anything that I want. We're on the edge of this, I don't know what we call it, an aural web, maybe. We're not just consuming things textually, reading with our eyes. We can now read with our ears. And even in such a way to where it's compelling and interesting, it's going to be very difficult for those podcasters who have sucked all the humanity out of their show to compete. When I've got a robot reading to me in a human voice, well, I'm probably going to pick the robot because I can tweak what I want it to be. So my message, if I have one today, is podcasters, don't forget about your humanity, right? Be vulnerable. Be willing to have an opinion and be willing for that opinion to be proven wrong, maybe by you just a few episodes later of your program. So you have to be be willing also to change your mind through all of this. These are the things that your audience want. Your audience is listening to your show largely because of you. So definitely get in there and put more you in your program before somebody can just, you know, use a program to have words similar to yours read out to them. You'll lose in that battle. Now, I've asked you before, but I'll ask you again. Find one person who's a podcaster in your life that needs to hear about podcast pontifications and share either this episode or another of your favorite episodes with them. That really helps me grow the show. And if you'd like to support me and the efforts that I do every day when I bring you this program, go to buymeacoffee.com slash evoterra. That's it. Enjoy the rest of your day. I shall be back tomorrow with yet another podcast pontifications. Cheers. While Americans overwhelmingly support the right of an individual to make their own decisions about abortion, unfortunately, that right is no longer protected everywhere in the U.S. The Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade on June 24th. Abortion is a basic healthcare need for the millions of people who can become pregnant. Everyone should have the freedom to decide what's best for themselves and their families, including when it comes to ending a pregnancy. This decision has dire consequences for individual health and safety and could have harsh repercussions for other landmark decisions. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. Even if you live in a state where abortion rights are upheld, access to safe medical procedures shouldn't be determined by location, and it shouldn't be the privilege of a small few. You can help by donating to local abortion funds. To find out where to donate for each state, visit donationsforabortion.com. That's donations, the number four, abortion.com. If you or someone you know needs help, or if you want to get more involved, here are five resources. One, Shout Your Abortion is a campaign to normalize abortion. Two, Don't Ban Equality is a campaign for companies to take a stand against abortion restrictions. Three, Abortion.Cafe has information about where to find clinics. 
Four, PlanCPills.org provides early at-home abortion pills that you can keep in your medicine cabinet. And five, choice.crd.co has a collection of these resources and more. We encourage you to speak up, take care, and spread the word.